Welcome back to GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Today I will be chatting with Terrain Brown and he will talk to us about Behind the Shades and how he got to where he is now. So welcome Terrain. Thank you so much for having me Genesis. It's a pleasure and a blessing to be on your show today. Thank you. Awesome. The pleasure is mine. And, you know, you and I have chatted before where I've been on your podcast. We've been behind the shades several times. So now I want you to tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you stand for. Perfect. Thank you. So my name is Terrain and I started my podcast actually um, September of last year, but a couple months before that, I registered my business and the business name to bring behind the shades. And what I wanted to do, Genesis, is I wanted to give everyone a voice to their their personal journey because my personal journey hasn't been easy, and I always felt that if I had someone to speak to, maybe someone to share. Um, my own uh, pains and maybe help them turn to triumph. Maybe I can do that as well. It reminds me of the the Big Brother program. If you remember, like the Big Brother Big Sister programs, right? Yeah. Where yeah, if you have someone that is there, they're a little bit older, more wiser, and they're part of your community and the community you represent, and they can kind of guide you through life. So that's what I wanted to do, and I met lovely people like yourself and so many others. And it's brought me full circle. And that's why I'm here with you today. And with the name Behind the Shades, what was your motivation behind coming up with the name? Was it trying to uncover the things that people keep hidden, those hidden gems, the hidden testimonies, the hidden scars? Or let's go deep diving there and just really unpack that for a moment Absolutely. And that's exactly um, what it was. It was an opportunity to see behind the shades of someone's life. So for me personally, um, I wear glasses as well as I wear shades. So I looked at it and I thought to myself, what is behind the shades? What is in someone's eyes and behind their eyes? What is in their soul? And I used that as the name of what I wanted to do. And then when I had the acronym BTS, like behind the scenes, It's like you're watching your favorite movie or your favorite show, right? And you want to find out, oh, is Brad Pitt really like that? Is is Jennifer Lawrence really like that? Is Samuel L. Jackson really like that? Is Denzel really that cool? So that's what it was for me. And in a way, to your point, Genesis, it allowed me to see what caused people to be who they are. Like I look at my own life and I see growing up without my mother or my father how that upbringing shaped me um, to be the man that I am because I was always around my grandmother and her friends. So that's a big gap in generation, right? That's the generation after the generation that's after you. So growing up, I always hung around people that were older and they're like, oh, get away, you're just a kid. But that's how I dealt with it because I was always comfortable with those who were 15, 20 years older than me. And when I started to interview certain people, I began to understand how much your childhood plays a role in your life, in your adulthood. Many of us don't ever overcome of it. Many of us don't understand it, but many of us use it to our advantage, use it as a strength. And I think that's what I did in regards to studying behind the shades and understanding people's dynamic. 
And I love how you said BTS because that was like my faux pas, y'all, before I actually hit record. I was like, yeah, behind the scenes. And then fast forward, (laughs) Taryn's like, oh, yeah, BTS. And BTS to him wasn't, it was going behind the scenes, but he took it a step further and went behind the shades because behind every glasses and behind every shades that we wear is our eye and sometimes people can't really see our eye color they can't really see the beauty because we're always putting things on to mask it whether it's women who are masking themselves with mascara fake eyelashes all the makeup stuff or men who just put on the shades to kind of just look cool or whatnot because there may be hurt there may be pain agony fear sadness behind those shades and the shades are just so easy to put on so people don't really get to see what what you're looking at or how you're how maybe you're rolling your eyes or anything like that but I love the part where you said that you were raised by your grandparents because there are a lot of kids nowadays who are raised by their grandparents so if you don't mind I want to go a little deeper there if that's okay with you. Of course, of course. Go ahead, please. So being raised by your grandparents, did you feel like there were some things that your grandparents didn't necessarily understand? Because obviously there is a age gap, but I know with age does come wisdom. And it's like sometimes when we look at our grandparents, we we know their stories there and stuff like that. But sometimes we just don't want to tap into their stories because we're, we feel like, oh man, you know, times have changed. Like we're not doing this anymore. We're not talking about this, but then we fail to reach that level of education because we're so busy being all the way over to the right that we forget to back up to the left because it's that generation who already went before us that paved the way and laid some type of foundation and their foundation is still good even though they may not have you know a sense of the new technology artificial intelligence they may not understand the new music that we're listening to today and all of that stuff so do you feel like your grandparents did a just job or do you feel like if you would have had your parents there along with your grandparents, things would have been different? I think, to answer your first question, I believe that my, my grandmother did an amazing job. Um, and the reason I can say that, even though I'm not her direct child, but she views me as another child of hers, even though um, she's not my birth mother, is that I grew up to be successful. And I think that's a pretty good way of gauging the impact of the parents on the child. And I think I would have been a different person if my parents, my biological parents were involved just because they were different people at that time. Um, It seemed that they maybe weren't ready to be parents at that time. Um, when I was born, I remember being, um, I think I was maybe like six years old or seven years old. I, was, I saw pictures um, at that, of, of myself at that age at their wedding. So it wasn't like they were um, married. They were together, but they weren't married at that time. But the lessons that my grandmother taught me was, was old school, was the traditional man, the traditional um, wife, because she, she's going to be almost 90 this year. So back when she was... Um, 
when she was doing it, there was none of this. Um, I don't need no man or, you know, she's crazy. It was just, let's get together. This is what we're going to do because what they were facing, they were facing struggles that were so fierce where the only, because society, so many people in society was against um, people of color. I want to say that they had each other, they had to unite. So being taught that, being taught that you have the love inside you, share it. None of this other stuff matters. Here you are 30 years older than me and you love me the same way. So they, so she taught me so many things that I wish many of us knew. She taught me how to love someone for them, not because of the way they look, not because of what they can do for you, for them. She told me, I never forget this, because um, I gave this, this speech actually when she turned on um, 85. And I said that the most beautiful woman I've ever met was my grandmother. The most beautiful woman in my life was my grandmother. And the standard, whether good, bad, or indifferent, of woman has always been my grandmother so that's what she was able to teach me and this is no knock to my biological father my mother they are they're great in many ways and like many of us they're not great in 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 other ways but with my brother and my sister they did the best job that they could and they raised um two beautiful children outside of me and when i was reunited with them i began to understand the importance of the family dynamic and i'm glad that I had the teachers of my grandmother who ultimately taught them. And then now when we all came together, we were teaching each other and learning from each other as well. And that's beautiful because how you went from just sharing all the incredible things that your grandmother did. She sounds like a super awesome woman and she did an amazing job. And then whenever you were reunited with your parents, you still know how to love them for who they were. Because like you said, we all have flaws, good and bad, and there's no perfect person but we are trying to become a better person daily. At least I would hope we all are. But the fact that you just had to go through that also shows strength. It shows resilience and it shows grit because there are a lot of people who are bitter, who ask their parents, why did you choose to let me go, but you kept the others? Like, why was I raised by my grandparents, but you chose this? And I, I the reason why I wanted to dig deep in there because I feel like there is going to be someone that listens to this recording who was raised by their grandparents that needs to hear the power of your story to reign to know that although you were raised by your your grandparents you did not miss out on anything yes you missed out on your biological mother and father but you had a figure there that was to help you along life because sometimes people don't have anybody and they end up in the foster care in the system and etc so now that you have launched your own business you made it legit it's too legit to quit now where is your business going now what are you doing in the community where where can people like find you and all these incredible things because it's just amazing thank you um well right now i'm actually building my facebook community because that's what i want to reach out to those to those group of people. Um, my dynamic um, or my demographic, sorry, is oddly enough, it, it's it's women mostly from 35 to about 50. 
So it seems like they can relate to um, some of the stories and some of the trauma, some of the successes that are shared on my show. Where I want to go is my dream is to tour. I would love to stand in front of 10 people, 100 people, 1,000, 10,000 people, and just spread the message. Um, I listen to you, who has a story that we've discussed so often um, and, and during my show and back and forth. I speak to people that I meet. I speak to people that have heard some of the episodes that they want to share it. I want to, I want to build a movement, and I want this movement to be worldwide. Yes, I'm going to start city to city, start small, but I look at, sometimes I just close my eyes and I just envision me standing on a podium in a stadium and saying, what you went through is okay. What you're feeling is okay. You're not doing anything about it. That's not okay. And here's why. And just have everyone listen to my message. That is beautiful because you already have the vision and there is something that says write the vision and make it plain because whenever you see something, you start to visualize it. And as you visualize it, you start to manifest it and things start to become reality. So if you don't have a vision, then you won't have your goals to reach. And if you don't have your goals to reach, can you really say that you're really dreaming to reach the aspirations that you want to achieve? Yeah, and you said that so beautifully, and that's exactly what it is. I'm very, um, I'm a big proponent of writing down your dreams and making your dreams a reality by goal setting. And I think that's very important. And whenever you see yourself on these stages, the podiums, the platforms, traveling in and out, cities to city, countries to countries, and just changing these lives, do you envision your grandmother sitting there in the audience? cheering you oh yeah absolutely um you know as my grandmother gets older one as a child all i wanted was for my grandma for my grandmother to see me succeed and when i became successful in my nine to five job and i was able to purchase a home and get a car she was able to see that one of the proudest moments ever had was my grandmother coming because she lives um in jamaica now coming from jamaica to canada and she was staying in my home in the guest room. And that's a proud moment that she's able to do that because I just want to see my grandmother succeed. I remember reading, um, there was an artist that I follow and his grandmother passed away. And this was a couple of years ago. And what brought me to an emotional state was he said the exact same thing. He said, all I wanted was for my grandmother to see me succeed before she passed. And she did. And that's what I want for my grandmother. If I can get, when I get to that point, I would have my grandmother sitting right there next to me and saying, this is the person that allowed me to be in this place because in another life, in another world, maybe my parents not being there, as you pointed out, I could have been in the foster system and who knows how that would have gone for me. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. I just love to hear stories like that because it just warms warms my heart because I love my grandparents, um, love my parents, raised by my parents, so different family dynamics. But now it's just my mother since we lost my father seven months ago. And man, I would do anything just to like say happy Father's Day. Father's Day just passed and I just couldn't even tell 
my dad happy Father's Day. But you know what? I remember the memories that I had, what he instilled in me, and how I'm grinding as hard as I'm grinding to leave that legacy to show people just because you go through loss, you go through trauma, you go through heartaches and stuff, you can still be successful because somebody needs you to pass the baton to them. And that's one reason why, Terrain, I wanted you to come on and just really talk about Behind the Shades because what you're doing here is you are passing the baton to other women. You are passing the baton to other men who you may not even get to meet face-to-face or have a Zoom conversation with or et cetera, but they hear you, they hear your message and they see you online, but they may not be bold enough to say, hey, I see what you're doing and I wanna thank you because what that guest said on your show or what you said touched my heart and it made an impact in my life. And I'm just here to, to give you these spiritual as well as you know imagine, <laughs> imaginative flowers so you could have them to bloom. And it's so important that we give people flowers while they're still living, while they can enjoy them to bloom. Because if we never tell somebody how great they are or that they're doing something wonderful, don't wait till they pass on to say that because they can't hear you when they're lying in a coffin. They can't hear you when they're gone. I agree. And I think um, at times we do have a habit of doing that where we share our fondest memories of the person when they're gone and we don't tell them the impact they've had. And I made it a point in my life, especially with um, everything that's gone in the last two years in the world, it's just to tell people how important they are. We live in a world now where when's the last time people have hugged each other and say, I've missed you. I love you. Right? Like we've, the simplest things and many of the things that we've taken for granted have been taken away from us. You know, um, where I am now, we just fully opened up and there's a point where they told us not to go visit our family members. You had to stay in your home. So when I see people go through what they're going through, sometimes I just tell them, hey, that person that, you, that you're looking to, that you haven't seen in a while, check on them, do a wellness check, say, I miss hearing from you. How are you doing? I hope everything is well. Give someone a hug because you don't ever know um, how much time you have left. And it can put you in a situation, as, as you put, that when a person is gone, now you're telling them everything you want to tell them. Maybe they can hear you, maybe they can't. But wouldn't it be so much better, so much delightful if they can feel it and then you can actually see their response to how you feel about them? Yes, 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 a thousand times. And even if you can't physically give them a hug, there's different things that you could do to let them know that you love them. You could send them a care package in the mail with some of their favorite treats. You could send them a text message, then follow up with the phone call so you have that personal touch point. You could send them a gift card in the mail to like something that they love, like whether they want to buy something to eat, whether they want to be go on Amazon, because everybody loves Amazon and you can get your stuff in two days <laughs> or just something that would just warm and be like, man, they cared enough about me to do X, Y, and Z. Now, now that we're coming into, you know, the wind down time, I want to do a wild card game, Terrain, and I want to play 10 questions with Jen, the host with the mostest. Are you ready? 
<laughs> I am ready. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. Favorite movie? The Last Boy Scout. The Last Boy Scout. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite vacation? Bali was good. Bali, Indonesia. Ooh, I saw that yesterday on a um, Netflix thing. I was like, ooh, I got to check out Bali. Ooh, okay. Ooh, you got me like, ooh, in over here. <laughs> Favorite dish to cook? Ooh, uh, seafood pasta. I'm a simple man. Seafood pasta. Okay, okay, I see. What type of seafood pasta? Um, anything really. Um, I don't know if I share this, but I don't eat meat. I haven't had meat in, in a number of years. So anything seafood is good, but I'm a big pasta fan. So when I combine seafood and pasta, it's like heaven on earth for me. Love it. Dream car. Ferrari Enzo. And I will buy one, even though it's three and a half million dollars now. <laughs> Woo! Boy, smoking. <laughs> Fresh out the gate. <laughs> Favorite book. Favorite book is uh, Greek mythology, which I've read, I want to say six times. It's always on my, um, my coffee table, always. Mm. Okay, coffee or tea drinker? Tea. Tea. What type of tea? Ooh, my favorite, if you're asking? Yes. Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Black. Okay, black. Ooh, okay. Would you rather Netflix and chill or exercise? um if you're talking about the real netflix and chill then exercise you're talking about what it could mean i don't know um let's work out we'll keep it pg workout (laughs) y'all i think genesis stopped terrain there (laughs) y'all if you could go anywhere in the world tomorrow where would it be and why I'd go to Panama. And the reason why is it was a vacation that I was supposed to go with a few friends, but I ended up going by myself. But I made so many friends during that, that, that trip, and they were so nice and so accommodating. So Panama, just because of the experience, the sun, and the beautiful and friendly people. And then last question, if you could go back in time and say anything to anybody, what would it be and why? I'll go back in time and tell actually my younger self and say, it is going to work out. It might be hard now because you don't have your mother or your father and everyone around you is so much older than you, but it's going to work out. And the reason why I would say that to myself is that growing up, I felt out of place because of the age gap and I felt a bit alienated, but it all worked out. So I'd go back and reassure myself that it will work out. Mm, Beautiful. How do you feel about those 10 questions? Was it fun? (laughs) It was fun. It was great. If you have 10 more, fire them off. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to share now with the listeners as well as the viewers some lasting tips to help encourage them, help inspire and motivate them, and let them know what are your call to actions after they listen to this segment. Well, my tip would be um, believe in yourself, love yourself, and most importantly, know your value. Not your value in what others can get from you, but your value in yourself and what you're going to give to others. Because at the end of the day, you are a prize and you are a commodity. And the way that analogy I always like to give people is that imagine you're going shopping and someone has to buy an item. 
you want to be that item that stands out. You want to make sure your packaging is right. You want to make sure that inside the content is, is appropriate. You want to be the best version of yourself. So just make sure that everything about you is beautiful and you'll be fine. And where you guys can find me, I'm on Facebook for uh, facebook.com behind the shades FB. And if you like TikTok, I'm on TikTok as well, sharing some of these um, inspirational videos and a little bit of dancing with inspiration. And that's where I am. And I hope everyone gets to enjoy everything that Genesis is doing as well as ours, because we have a similar wavelength and we're looking to reach everyone to help them vibrate higher. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. You just heard heard it here from Terrain Brown of Behind the Shades. Make sure you go follow him on Facebook. He's building his group. He's doing incredible things. And he needs viewers and supporters like you to help push the needle forward. And until we chat next time, peace, love, and blessings. Signing out. It's all the best. Please stand by, Terrain. <laughs>